0: First thing he did. Well, we have to apologize. There was no recession last year, etc. And so during the Q and A, I refer to it as him to him as being on the apology tour. <laughs> hey, I'm sorry. There
1: was no recession. Exactly. What do you want me to do?
0: Right? Yeah. Yeah. Shoot me. You know?
1: <laughs> Good afternoon. Welcome to the North Point of View. I'm here with Dr. Walter Kimseys. Walter, good afternoon.
0: Good afternoon, Mark. Hey, man, how are you? I'm
1: great. How are you? I'm great. Hey, I, I was watching a commercial uh, last week in the NFL playoffs, and uh, it was, um, what are the hardest two words to say? <laughs> and, and it was, I'm sorry. <laughs> 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 Walter, this is the apology tour, man.
0: Yes, it is. The, <laughs> the economists are all out there. I, uh, I'm a member of a, of a supply chain association. And, uh, you know, so, and I'm, the way I pay my, my dues is I'm, I'm the uh, chief economist for the association. Okay. And so back in December, we were figuring out who to have come and speak. And I said, it would be good to get an Outlook talk. And so, you know, on the big Zoom with 30 people, they go, oh, so you went on? I go, no, 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 no. I think we need to get BNSF's chief economist. They're represented in this group because BNSF has bottom-up data. Right now, the macro data is lagged and it's not being very helpful. And I said, but I don't think there was a recession. In fact, I think the 2023 recession was everywhere but in the data. But we don't have the last bit of data for, for the last two months, right. so let's get him to come on. And he agreed. And uh, really, very affable guy, very intelligent, and, and his economics are identical to mine. You start from the bottom up, and then you grab the top-down data and see if it, if it matches up. And if it does, okay, you might, have, you might be right now. <clears throat> very straightforward. So uh, he got up and... Uh, First thing he did. Well, we have to apologize. There was no recession last year, etc. And so during the Q and I referred to it as him to him as being on the apology tour. <laughs> hey, I'm sorry. There was no recession. <laughs> exactly. What do you want me to do? Right? Yeah, yeah. Shoot me. You know. <laughs> so. Uh, um, now everybody say no recession for this year. So that's the consensus view.
1: Yeah, the, the, the soft landing, which, of course, when everybody says it, then that's when I get worried. Right? A- exactly.
0: <laughs> so, so not that we want to get into this now because we should talk about it in another uh, podcast. But uh, all of the stuff the, uh, that's going on with the canals, particularly with the, uh, the Houthis, is forcing a lot of ships to either pay a ton for insurance to go through the Red Sea or else they have to uh, run the ships a little faster and, and a little longer by going around the Cape of Good Hope, coming from you know Asia to Europe and East Coast. Whereas the pirates have gotten back into business again now, too, apparently, right? Exactly. Pirates are back. They've always been there, but they've become a little more active is what it is. So, uh, uh, but it's easier to take them out. It's harder to take out the Houthis. The Houthis have got the backing of Iran. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, they've uh, they, they get a lot of intel from Iran. And, um, you know, to deal, you know, I mean, the, the obvious solution is you go to Iran and just bomb the hell out of it. Uh, but that's just going to start a geopolitical yeah, expansion. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the
1: domino exactly effect. So, I I read something and I I meant to double check it, but something where the shipping rates have quadrupled
0: in the last 30 days because of this and I, that seemed like a really high number but yeah no that's not right they've they've they have increased about 2x maybe in some places 3x okay uh but quadruple is not off the table it's just that right now we're getting into chinese lunar new year okay and uh <clears throat> once you get into that then there's no point in sailing a lot of ships because everybody went home for 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 Calendar New Year. What is that? Is that two week, three weeks? It's about two weeks. Okay. Right? Is that right? If we ask our research assistant Han here, I I, I don't know. Han, how long it's is uh, next, next uh, Saturday? I think starts next Saturday and goes two weeks, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Do it. Right, great. Thanks, Thank Han. you. So it's uh so good to have. I think. I think. So it's uh it's good to have. So we've got a
1: we've got a a gap there that's gonna take a little bit of the pressure off, but, but here in another 30 days, if it's still on-
0: Oh no, it no, won't be because see, once we get all the stuff out that we need, uh, so before China shuts down for half a month, okay. once that's out, when, you, when everybody comes back on, uh, there's no need to, be, to, to have so much pressure. You can slowly go back and rebuild. So if you see things, the sea the rates going that high It wouldn't happen until oh, easily March. Okay, but the air freight rates have been very slow to rise and we're seeing some slow shifting, you know, we're seeing Combinations of sea and air and we're seeing air and air and a lot of it is stuff that goes to the Middle East You know uh, Saudi Arabia, Dubai, and then it gets flown out to Europe and North America and that's been picking up the air freight rates have risen a little bit, but uh, a lot of people when this started said, "Oh, they're going to make a lot of money in air freight." Yeah, right. Show me the money. There ain't no one. And <laughs> yeah. but
1: but the the article in the in the journal yesterday, maybe it was this morning. Uh, I mean, they, there was a graph of you know the gateways, you know the Suez Canal problems, Cape of Good Hope problems. Panama Canal, no water, uh, not no water, but <clears throat>
0: no, no, there are right. issues a there way to put it.
1: Um, and so like, in a moment, it's like we, we've, we've got a worldwide problem mm-hmm. with shipping. Um, how, how does this get resolved? I mean, if, as you say, we're not going to go to war with Iran. Uh, I don't think. No, and I don't so either. we we continue to have this pressure, the Panama Canal thing. You, we've talked about that before. I mean, that's a long-term solution, right?
0: Well, well the Panama could, yeah. They they have a long-term solution. Mm. They could actually do it pretty quickly. Yeah, the The big issue is uh, the political will. Got you right. know, you have a, a lame duck president who, <clears throat> I quite frankly, I think made a very bad choice, but. Nonetheless, they've got a plan to fix it, uh, and then of course.
1: Uh, Isn't there though some option with the water down in Panama? Like they could either put the water in the canal, or they could have a like a resort or something? I mean, you, you were telling me something about that.
0: Yeah. Well, they have uh, no, no, no. It's that's it, not the. It's not so much that. Um, it was a copper mine.
1: Oh, got it.
0: Yeah, and so uh, not
1: resort copper mine. Not bad.
0: Yeah, no, no problem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, but anyway, but, so, but
1: that's like a ten-year fix, though, right? I mean, that's not like a, a yeah, two-year fix, is it? But you only
0: need that to work when El Nino is, is wrecking havoc. You know, so El Nino goes away, and uh, and that, then you have plenty of time during the quiet period to go and, and build in whatever you need. Okay. So that's not the end of the world for the Red Sea. Uh, China is now talking to Iran because this is affecting China. Their products are becoming way too expensive for Europeans because it's all getting built into the container rate. <clears throat> and uh, this is the topic we were gonna talk about Some results. Don't mess with my money. Yeah, <laughs> so uh, the, the rates that you have to pay to move a container full of stuff have gone up. And the reason that matters is because the, uh, the importers are not going to uh, uh, you know, accept that. They're gonna pass it on to the consumer. So we could be seeing some rising of consumer price indices over the next year or two, and the Fed may end up not cutting rates yeah. like the market hoped. Right. So. Uh,
1: and because of shipping, literally because of
0: transportation costs. Exactly. Yeah. And it's affecting a wide range of shipping. This time, it's not just containers or anything like that. It's uh, oil tankers got shot at. Automobile ro-ro vessels, right? They got shot at. Container vessels. Um, so, uh, you know, with a higher cost of a broad range of goods, some of which are inputs to other goods, so there's a double whammy effect, uh, we could see inflation resurge. And
1: that being the case, you know, what what we're dealing with would be a protracted period of time with these higher interest rates.
0: Yeah. And then remember, we're still seeing manufacturing move out of China, um, and so these other places that where it's going isn't, aren't currently way too cheap. They will get there, there are infrastructures being built, etc., etc. But cetera. Uh, but China was the cheapest solution and had been for quite some time. Um, and then you have the manufacturing, sorry, the the, the labor market in the US where the Workforce growth rate is an appalling 0.2% per year for the next 10 years. Uh, Already, we still have more job openings than we have people looking for jobs. Uh, 1.4 times as many job openings, last I checked. Uh, Wages are going to continue to be able to rise at a higher rate than they have in the last 10 years. I don't see how inflation gets back to the 2% goal that the Federal Reserve has... uh, you know, has established, which we've talked about before, and you know how I hate that 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 fictitious number, two percent. Why two percent? Yeah. I don't know. Milton Friedman said so. Yeah. Come on, that was like fifty years ago. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, is is there uh, a scenario that you see clouds on the horizon that we actually, um, with sort of the the Fed's stubbornness, um, a higher probability of a recession later this year.
0: I I've dropped that. I you know I I went through you know all of the little lead lags that I have in the variables, and uh, I, I I still have an inverted yield curve, and historically that has o- that has always preceded a recession. But like I've told you once, um, the yield curve has to uninvert before a recession occurs. So right now, the yield curve is inverted. I'm good with that, okay? Let's <laughs> leave it inverted. It lowers the probability of a recession. But if we see the yield curve start to uninvert, uh, depending on the reasons for that, um, I think we'd have a recession. Now, there, there could always be an exception, but... Uh, we're,
1: uh, we're sleeping with one eye open. Is that what you're saying? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Walter. Thanks, as always. Pleasure being with you.
0: Yeah, same same thing, Mark. All right. See you guys.